Hi everyone, my name's Sophia. My name is Hank. And welcome to You Know Me So Well. So before we get into this episode, I want to let you guys know that we have a YouTube channel. We just started it. And if you want to not just hear our voices, but also see our faces, you should definitely check it out. It's You Know Me So Well podcast on YouTube, or you can find it on our link tree. And yeah, we're just going to post like behind the scenes from our episodes and our podcast and, you know, anything related to our podcast. So super fun. Go check it out. Anyways, we have a very fun episode today. We are titling it Notes to Our High School Selves. So essentially what we would tell our high school selves if we could go back and talk to them. But before we get into it, I feel like we both need to give our background as to what our high school experience looked like because otherwise, at least in my case, these uh, notes are not going to make much sense. So, so I was a huge academic overachiever in high school. That was literally me. Like that was my personality. From the moment I stepped foot in high school, like literally, I had decided that I was going to put all my focus in academics and try and get into a good college. And so from the very beginning, I was very focused on my academics. Academics came first. I didn't really partake in a lot of the like high school culture. I had friends and especially towards the end, I had really amazing friends who also were like an overachiever bunch. So we kind of all got each other. So it's not like I was like lacking in the social area, but I definitely didn't go out as much. I didn't really partake in like the normal high school experiences a lot. And, you know, many weekends I would honestly just like sit at home and like do homework and then just like hang out, you know, I don't know, like watch YouTube and stuff like that. It's not like I spent a lot of time like doing things outside of school. So I didn't really have like a balance in life. It was just like all school, all trying to get into a good college, you know, doing extracurriculars and studying for the SAT for like a year and like all sorts of things. Um, I also spent a lot of time, this is so random, but I spent a lot of time watching those like how I got into this college videos on YouTube. And I actually have one. Um, If you check out my YouTube channel, it's Sophia Jan on YouTube. Uh, You'll see that I made my very own once I got into UCLA. But yeah, I would watch those videos religiously when I would come back home from school. So I I think that gives like a good overview as to what my life looked like. Yeah, Sophia and I had very different Mm -hmm. high school experiences. I really was like, I was a pretty average student. I mean, I was a fine student, but like, I didn't really try that hard. I just kind of did the bare minimum and what I needed to get by and kind of do, at least get like solid grades, which I did. But, and then like friends wise, I was like, how do I say it? I was like popular by association. Like, I don't know that I myself was like really super popular, but at the same time, I was friends with all the popular like guys in my grade. Like those were like the people I'd hang out with. And so, like, to an extent, I was I was kind of popular, I guess. And then, although on the weekends, I would a lot of the time just kind of, like, hang out, not really do much. I was kind of a very home-bodied, introverted person for the majority of my high school experience. I was, I was very much not popular. <laughs> you know, I, I had a very, I think, stereotypical 
normal high school experience. All right. So I think with that background, we can now get into our notes. Hank, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, (laughs) My first one is essentially to stay the course and it's all going to work out. This doesn't necessarily mean like I'll have more things I explain later that I wish I would have changed or done differently. But I just mean my kind of overall general life course. I've taken a very unique path in high school and since. And I don't know. I mean, it's it's all kind of led me not really to where I'd expect. Like nothing has really gone how I would have expected it would have gone or necessarily how I would have wanted to go either. But I do believe that benefits have come out of all of those things and I've always been a big everything, you know, kind of happens for a reason person or everything happens as it should. And I, I, I still kind of believe that, you know, like all the mistakes I've made in the last few years, I mean, high school was like my, the end of my senior year was three years ago. Uh, all the mistakes I've made in high school and since, I mean, it's all kind of shaped and molded me into the person I am today. And I don't, I don't regret any of that you know I don't wish I could change anything about myself and I think at that age I really had a lot of anxiety all the time about you know where I was heading you know am I heading down a good path you know am I doing what I want and I think yeah I think that's why I would tell myself to just kind of trust what you're doing you know there's going to be a lot of good experiences there'll be a lot of bad ones too but you know this kind of unique path you're heading down you're all, you're always going to figure it out in the end and don't stress a lot about it and just try to enjoy where you're at at the time. Okay. So my first one was don't be too critical about your looks. So part like, because I was on this academic track. Okay. Let's just say it. I did not consider myself an attractive human being in high school. I knew for a fact that I was not conventionally attractive and it wasn't just because I thought this and maybe it was like my own insecurities. It's because other people made it very clear that this was the case. And so I was really like, it's not like I spent a lot of time thinking about my looks, but I just like had at some point labeled myself as like unattractive and then just ran with it throughout high school and went through it with this mindset of like, I'm an unattractive human being, like no guy would ever want me. And so, or like people don't think I'm like pretty or whatever it is. And so that's fine. But like, you know, that's the way I think about myself. And in hindsight, like, yes, Once I left high school, I had a major glow up and I would say now I am considerably like a decently attractive human being. Very, 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 very much. Yes. (laughs) So yeah, like, I mean, now I can easily say like, I can openly say I'm an attractive human being, but that's like the flip side of what it was in high school. But I look back and it's like, yeah, obviously like I matured maybe later than other people, especially like people who maybe were popular in high school and got a lot more attention than I did, you know, even friends that I had who like dated throughout high school, etc. So yeah, totally. Like I think I matured later and that was part of the reason why I only had this like quote unquote, glow up after I left high school. But that doesn't mean I was an unattractive human being. Like I'll look back at pictures of myself 
in hi- from high school. And I feel kind of sad that I just like had this mentality that I was unattractive because that's how I felt. When the truth was, I just like, you know, I was going at my own pace. Like it was going to happen eventually. And obviously like you can never predict what's going to happen in the future. So it's not like I could be like, oh yeah, I'm definitely going to glow up eventually. But you know, like I just wish that I'd I'd had a little bit more self-love and I don't know, just like been okay with my looks and not like allowed other people's opinions to affect how I, I viewed myself. Because I think also the other thing is that just like meant that I lacked a lot of confidence um, in myself and it probably would have been great if I had some confidence throughout high school. So, yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think um, if I had to guess, all of our listeners are our age or younger. So I'm sure we have some people who are in high school. Yeah, I know. Like my sister is in high school right now. I'm sure she has some friends who listen to this podcast. So yeah, I feel like that's pretty, I feel like that's pretty relatable advice for a lot of. The other thing is, I feel like Okay, so I, I'm a psychology major. I've taken some adolescent classes and I've picked up on things from these classes. Adolescence is just such a difficult time period, especially when you're in high school because there's so many physical, mental changes that are occurring. High school is tough in itself. You're waking up early. You have long days. You have to do all this stuff. You're, you have so many expectations, blah, blah, right? Like the list goes on it's so easy to be tough on yourself and it's so easy to like, I think it's difficult to just really like see the real you when that's happening because of just everything that's happening around you and like in your body with your hormones and blah, blah. Right. So I just, you know, like I'm, I think that this is an experience that a lot of high schoolers are having while it's totally normal, I feel like it's important to take care of yourself and and be nice to yourself and all that. Okay, so my next one was uh, to just stay close with the friends I made in high school and don't really let anything get in the way of that. I mean, like my junior year of high school, I really kind of let myself get not as close to my friends, which was, I mean, something that I, I honestly still regret kind of, but I really, really regretted following that. And I think just in general, I made a really good supportive group of friends that I really like being around in high school. And I think, um, like I still talked to them, like in our big group chat and a couple of them solo, like pretty much every single day, like, you know, and I'm really happy about that. That's something I'm really glad about. And I think it's also a really good thing for me. I mean, I haven't even seen a lot of them in almost two years yet we still talk almost every single day i'm actually about to see them for the first time in like two years in a few days and sophia is gonna get to meet them all as well so exciting which is so exciting um well not all of them there will still be a few that are at college but whatever that's not the point yeah i think i'm i'm really glad that i have stayed close with them and it's something that i would definitely advise myself to not ever let myself lose touch with them as I once did and to just kind of stay close yeah I would actually also agree because unlike Hank post high school 
So I, I left high school with a really great friend group and we still saw each other like within the first year of us being out of high school. But after that, it sort of fizzled out. And I just like, I miss the group so much. I wish that we could do things again just because it was just like, they were really great people and we had a great time. So, okay. My next one is you're not a late bloomer in dating, partying, et cetera. You're just going at your own pace. And with that also comes, it's totally okay not to peak in high school. So at the end of high school, like my last semester, so, okay, basically the whole idea was like, I had spent essentially all of high school, like focusing on academics, blah, blah, right? And I told myself at some point that I would give myself the second semester of senior year. At this point, I'd already applied to all of my colleges. I was just waiting to hear back to finally have all the high school experiences I'd missed out on. Go to high school parties. Like, I actually don't know what was on my list, but I had a list. You know, it was like all these things I hadn't done. Go to like a football game. I'd never been to, uh, well, football doesn't go in the spring, right? Yeah, you missed your, you missed your yeah, chance never mind. on that I just, one. I just, well, but obviously I wouldn't have known that. So I probably thought I could still see a football game or something. Anyways, the point is like, I told myself that I would have this experience. And then unfortunately we were the, uh, the senior class that got hit with COVID and I ended up not getting to have any of these experiences. And so anyway, so I missed out. So I had to wait until college to have these experiences, but I definitely had moments, especially in my senior year. Once I saw like certain friends get into relationships, for example, or start going out, I started feeling like I was sort of a late bloomer in that whole sense, especially with dating. Dating was a big one. I continued to feel like I was a late bloomer with dating up until I got into this relationship, actually. Um, because it seemed like all of my friends from high school had somehow ended up having a relationship in high school. And I just thought that was the norm. I thought the norm was like, everyone gets into a relationship in high school. And like, if you don't, you're just a late bloomer. And in hindsight, you're totally not like you're really going at your own pace. And like, I think I also attributed a lot of those factors to like peaking. And it's like not everyone can peak at the same time. It is totally okay for you not to peak in high school. It's actually probably better because who wants to peak when they're under 18? Like you have your whole rest of the life of your life to live. You can peak at a much better point. You also probably don't want to peak in college per se. Like there is so much opportunity for you to peak and it is totally okay for you not to peak in high school. It is totally okay for you not to partake in what you think is like the normal high school experience, you know, like dating or partying or drinking or whatever it is that, you know, people are doing around you. And yeah, you're, you're not a late bloomer for it. Like once I got into this relationship, I honestly thought to myself like, yeah, I could have probably gone a couple more years without being in a relationship and I would have been fine. You know, like I wasn't really missing out on anything. I now get to have probably a much stronger, mature, healthier relationship than I would have had in high school. And yeah, it all worked out. So, you know, it's okay if you're not doing what everyone else is doing. Yes, very much agreed. Uh, so my next one was, even when things get dark and grim uh, and you're not sure you can make it out, you always come out the other side as a better, happier, and stronger person. So that was something I still need to remind myself of that every once in a while. Which I've gotten much better about it overall, but 
since high school and like through the years since high school, like I definitely struggled with like a lot of mental health issues and things like that. And there would be times where, you know, I just felt, you know, like so terrible all the time. And just like, you know, like I, like I didn't really know when, I guess I always kind of believed in there being that light at the end of the tunnel, but I just, I was always so like dreadful and like never really knew when that light was going to come. But I think, I mean, every single time I've gotten to that kind of like bad headspace, I've every single time I've come out better and stronger and happier in more ways than one. And that's something that, you know, I really wish I could just go back and remind myself of that to not, you know, even when you're in a dark headspace, it doesn't stay that way forever. You know, the, the rain never really lasts like that. And, you know, that it, I mean, it kind of goes in cycles at times, but it's something I'm actually a lot better now and I haven't really been in like a bad cycle for a long time, which I'm very happy about. And that's another thing I'll tell myself, you know, it does consistently get better. You know, I think I've, at one point I was kind of like, okay, great. Like the dark cycle ends, but I feel like it's just going to keep coming back at different times. I'm not saying it will never come back again. Like I'm sure it will at some point, but it's been a long time since I've been in that space and I'm in a frequently much better headspace now. And I'll just go back and kind of tell myself that it's all going to be okay. You know, every time that things feel like they're too much or you're overwhelmed or just by life or you're in a bad mental health space, like, is going to get better and it'll stay better for the most part. Yeah. So I actually wrote something very similar down. So I'll, I'll read it out now and also talk about it. So I wrote, it gets better. Don't give up on yourself now. I also really struggled with mental health when I was in high school, especially my last two years. And I think it was like, for me, it was a very continuous thing that happened throughout that period. And then it got better. But for a long time, it was just something that I was battling with. And yeah, I mean, like, when you're in that headspace, I think it's really hard to, like, just as Hank said, like, it's hard to know when it gets better. You you may, th- like, you always always have that hope that one day you're going to live a better life and you're not going to struggle as much mentally or whatever is going on in your life. But, you know, you just really never know. And I, I think this is also still advice that I can take to this day. But, um, yeah, like, t- just don't give up on yourself. You know, you got this. Keep going. And it'll all work itself out there is a light at the end of the tunnel, even if you don't see it. My next one takes a much different tone than the last one, but is have lots of fun, but don't get reckless. This was something that I was always so back and forth on in high school and since. I feel like I'd go times where I was having a lot of fun with life, but I was getting really, really reckless and times where I would not really be doing much and not really having a lot of fun and you know, obviously there's not even an opportunity to be reckless in that circumstance. But, um, and that's something I honestly still, I've gotten a little bit better, but the balance is still kind of hard to strike a lot of the times. But I think like the times where I've been having a lot of fun, like I make so many fun memories and do a lot of fun stuff, but I've also done a lot of stuff during those times that would end up affecting me in bad ways down the road. So I think I would just kind of go back and advise myself to just kind of try to find a better balance and even when you're having so much fun and in this like such an exciting and you know happy mind space my like mindset you know just try to not let yourself get out of control 
My next one is note. Whatever I wrote here may not make much sense grammatically, but it's okay. I'm going to explain it. I'm just going to read it out because I can't think of a better way to explain it. So, or to say it. Okay. So I wrote, it may be hard that you don't feel like you fit in, but your uniqueness is going to get you places. So essentially what I meant was I most definitely didn't feel like I fit in even with like friends that I had throughout high school. And I, I think I so badly wanted to fit in like throughout the high school experience. Fun fact, I went to an all girls school um, my first year of high school. And like, that is just like the breeding ground for really hating yourself um, when you, you're not like everyone else because there everyone had the same bags, the same shoes. I mean, obviously we had the same uniform, but like when it came to like material goods, it was like everyone was sort of in this fight for like being better than each other. And I just like couldn't play the game because my parents are very modest people. They don't like, they weren't going to be, you know, I mean, in hindsight, like, yes, now they, they give me the stuff that I wanted back then. But like at that time, I, I think it was highly unlikely that they would be purchasing such items that I could flaunt around like all the other girls. So it's like, I couldn't play the game. So I most definitely didn't fit in. And I just felt that throughout high school. And I remember seeing things like I would see YouTubers who would be like, like, be you, like, be unique. And I'd, I'd hear them and I'm like, yes, totally. But like, you just don't understand, you know, like this is so difficult because why does it seem like no one is interested in me and like does not care about me? Like I just so badly want them to like me and like I feel like if I fit in then, you know, they'll like me, right? But in hindsight, it's like I wish that I had just at times accepted who I was and accepted my uniqueness because I think I'm an incredible person and I've done incredible things and I'm so okay now I'm like now I sound really egotistical but I'm I like especially at when I was younger I was such a creative innovative like fearless person and I did such amazing things you know that like I would not have the confidence to do now and I most definitely, I mean, I have a lot more confidence now than I did, you know, when I was in high school, but I most definitely wouldn't have had the confidence to do it in high school. But I feel like it's those things that really, like that energy that I had when I was younger is ultimately what's going to get me places. And if I can like bring it back out and just like harvest it, I can do so much with my life. And I just wish like, it's like, the first step in that is basically just like reversing all the damage that was done, trying to fit in and trying to become less of that unique individual I was and I am, and then trying to bring it all back out. So it's like, I just wish, I know it was really difficult and it's like, I totally understand why I did it at the time because like, you know, I, to this day, I still have moments where I feel like I should fit in to try and get people to like me, to feel, you know, accepted by society and stuff like that. But, you know, like, is that really going to get me places? No, not necessarily. So, you know, I wish that I would have had that willpower to keep just like accepting myself and, and being my unique self and doing my unique things that, you know, most people would not do. So very good advice. So my next one was to 
it's very short when I wrote it down, but I'll explain it much more. It's just try harder, specifically academically. Uh, I really do feel like, I feel like I'm not a dumb person, at least. Um, no, Hank is actually surprisingly smart. Well, there we go. But and and nerdy too. Like whoa, 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 whoa. No, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. Not nerdy, but like he has his like nerdy quirks. Like I feel like intellectual people will have things that they focus on and they really love talking about. And like at when I first started dating Hank, like I legitimately thought I was just dating like kind of like a frat boy persona. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know. I was like, this is. Yeah, like, I didn't really think I was going to date someone like this, but here I am. But, like, over time, I've realized he's actually really smart and, like, has his little quirks that he, like, is really into. Like, one time he started talking about, like, some space thingy, and I was like, where did this come from? Like, I was fully never expecting this to come out of your mouth. (laughs) Anyways, anyways, back to it. Um... (laughs) When you when you talk to Hank, like <laughs> I'm so sorry, but when you when you talk to Hank, like if you were to have a conversation with Hank, especially over text, like I don't <laughs> <laughs> what he just sounds like a a basic white boy, <laughs> like trying to no 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 not even a basic white boy, just a basic man, like like he uses like the word like bet a lot (laughs) (laughs) you've definitely used like i (laughs) like terminology where it's like okay really like what am i dealing with you know um (laughs) and then the other thing is like sometimes you look at hank and he he just like really embodies that persona like his text persona but then he wears glasses, and when he puts on his glasses, he looks like a little nerd. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it just comes out. You're like, wait, wait, maybe, like, there's a TikTok that I made once where Hank was, like, working, and he was wearing his glasses, and I was, like, just, you know, frolicking around in, like, a crop top. And I just felt like <laughs> it was, like, it was given kind of, like, hot girl, like, draped over a nerd nerdy boy and everyone's confused as to why they're together <laughs> anyway sorry i had to add that in <laughs> okay anyways now now back to it i guess we've established that i'm at least kind of smart and i guess a little bit nerdy as well if I, as i've now found out but um yeah i wish i had not just done the bare minimum and what i needed to do to get by you know i feel like i could have been like I could have done really, really well if I'd put in the same effort as a lot of same people I knew or just my friends or anything like that. But yeah, no, I could have done, I really could have done a lot better. And I, I feel like I could have gone to like a really, really good school, which I'll actually talk about this more in the next thing, my next point, because he's kind of combined. But yeah, I really, I wish I hadn't just like slacked off as much. And I think it also would have helped me develop a better work ethic. I think I have a like decently good work ethic. But I think I, I think it just would have helped me in general. And, you know, I'm glad I realized this now because I'm about to start school again in the fall. Where at? We'll know in the next two weeks. Yeah. Okay. My next one is enjoy high school. You only live through it once. So partake in events and go to things. Like I said, I really didn't enjoy the high school experience. I was very focused on academics. And 
like I also said, I kind of, you know, looking, I like, I don't regret not doing it, but I wish that I'd experienced it. Um, yeah, you know, you live, like, if you're a high schooler right now, you only go through high school once. And to be honest, like, what I would say, high school kind of sucks. But at the same time, there's stuff that you only will ever experience in high school. So enjoy it. Go to that football game. Even if it seems boring, like, go with your friends. Dress up. Wear your school colors. Just have a good time. Go to homecoming. Like, go to all your homecoming dances, you know? Like, you're never going to experience that again. You don't get, like, proms or homecoming. Well, but you don't get the, like, homecoming that you got in high school in college. And you definitely don't get it in other aspects of your life. So, like, enjoy it. I only went to one homecoming. I wish I'd gone to more. I also got, like, I was so excited for my prom and then, you know, COVID. I missed out on that. So, like, go go to all those events because, like I said, you only live through it once. Enjoy it now while it lasts. Yes, I very much agree with that. You'll have a, you'll make a lot of good high yeah, school you, memories. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, this brings me on to my last point. Yeah, sure, I'll say exactly how I wrote it down. I wrote it down as keep pursuing music, fuck what other people say. So specifically my senior year when it came down to kind of, you know, decide where to go to college, I took literally the maximum amount of time I could to decide what I was going to do and where I was going to go. And I like applied to so many schools for just like general like education or just like business oriented uh, majors. And I think um, I-, I wish I had just applied to like more schools for music related purposes and I honestly didn't because I was almost like embarrassed to an extent and like I was worried about what other people would think about it and say and like it really kind of pushed me away from pursuing that harder and why I said in my last point that um I wish I had tried harder is there's a lot of really really good schools like just general schools that also have really really good music programs and so I wish I could have I wish I tried harder and could have gotten into those really, really good schools because even if I had decided against music at some point, then, you know, I still would have been in an incredible school and could have switched something up or changed or whatever. But yeah, I, and that all kind of just goes back to what I said in the first place, which is kind of stick down the path that you're going and trust that it's going to be okay. And yeah, I guess that. Okay. I, I have two more because I just added one. So I guess I'll just get into it. Okay. So First one is you're doing enough just because it seems like everyone else is doing more than you doesn't mean you aren't accomplishing things yourself. So like I said, I watch those like college YouTube videos and it would always be people who got into like Ivy Leagues or top 20 schools and they would list their like 100 extracurriculars they did and their like GPA and like nearly perfect SAT score and Going through high school without any certainty of what my final application would look like and where I would get into school, I felt like I really wasn't doing enough. And even like people at school, like I said, I had that like overachiever group of friends. They also were, I mean, a lot of them ended up at Ivy League. So like they were accomplishing great things too. And they were constantly working on things. And I was surrounded by that. And to some degree, it was really great because it created a little bit of a competitive spirit and pushed me to like work harder, I guess, and like do more, which was good because I feel like there's, it's always great to have that push. But at the same time, I always felt like I was lacking. Like I felt bad for taking breaks or like 
procrastinating things or not getting my homework done on time or not having like a million extracurriculars or not having it figured out or like not having the best SAT score. Like I just, I, I was so hard on myself because it seemed like everyone else was doing so much more and they were just going to succeed and, and be great in life. And I wasn't, but it's like, I did, I did my stuff too. Like I did some really amazing things as well in hindsight. And just because other people were doing like other great stuff doesn't mean that I wasn't doing great stuff as well. And obviously like in the end it all worked out and I ended up at a great school. Um, and you know, I ended up fine, but I think just like being in that process, it's really difficult to like trust that things are going to work out. Yeah. The school you ended up at is like, it's like damn near is like as good if not as good as like a lot of ivy league schools and like really good schools Mm, i don't know if i would say that but it's it is a good school it's a good school yeah so like right but you see like i had no clue that i was going to end up at that school like it wasn't really even on my radar so you know like i just i think that i was really tough on myself and when i was not like doing a million things at once i felt like i was like sort of failing in my journey and i absolutely wasn't but you know I felt like that. And then my last one is do what you want, not what other people tell you to do. So I, okay, so both of my parents are scientists. They both have PhDs. They're both professors. Those are big shoes to fill. And throughout high school, I felt a lot of pressure to fill those shoes and to, my dad got his PhD from Harvard. So like, I just, I felt like in order to ever match their level of success, I had to do the same things they did, which means get a PhD, specifically in like some science-y research-related topic. But I was always more of like the creative type, you know, still am. This is why we have a podcast. That's why I do YouTube like right now. Um, You know, like that's my thing. I love like I'm d- I can definitely be more analytical and like research minded and all that, but like I'm a creative person. But because I had these like seemingly big shoes to fill, and also because a lot of people would always ask, like, oh, are you going to follow in your parents' footsteps? And then, like, you know, also like in school or like even friends, you know, like because they were trying to get into like Ivy Leagues, for example, I felt like I needed to get into Ivy Leagues too, even though I don't think I had any like strong desire to go to an Ivy League per se, obviously for the prestige, but like it wasn't like I had a dream Ivy League that I really wanted to go to, you know? So yeah, I just, I think I spent a lot of time like considering what other people want me to do and then trying to match that and like actually do it so that they would be proud of me and happy of what I was happy about what I was doing and like I really just like didn't think about like what exactly I wanted to do and it's fine like it all ended up being fine I was able to I actually I so I decided then in high school that I was going to study psychology And I also wanted to study neuroscience. I wanted to do a double major in psychology and neuroscience. And I wanted to do psychology research. I wanted to get a PhD in psychology and then become a a psychology researcher. Um, So basically like almost following my parents' footsteps, but doing something that was a little bit more like of my interest. But it's like 
why exactly was I doing that? It was most likely because I felt like I had to do something like research-based in order to make my parents happy. Because at the end of the day, they were the ones who were sending me to college and like paying for college. And I just want to make them proud, you know? And so, yeah, I did a lot of it like for them. And I just like... I don't know. I wish I had considered a little bit more about like what I wanted to do with my life um, and just done it instead of worrying too much about what other people thought I should do. Doing these, it's kind of made like almost put some things into perspective. I feel like a lot of the things like I could still see myself saying it to myself if I did this again three years from now. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. I think it's always a work in progress. We've definitely made a lot of progress from where we were at in high school, but that doesn't mean we're like done with the journey. I mean, the journey continues far beyond this podcast episode and far beyond the point we're at in our lives right now. So journey goes on forever. Yeah, forever. Exactly. But yeah, I think that I think we talked about a lot of interesting things. And if you're in high school, maybe this can resonate with you at least aspects of it. And even if you're not in high school, I'm sure that there are certain things that we talked about that maybe resonate with you still now or used to resonate with you or remind you of your past self, whatever it is. And yeah, I don't know. That's us, I guess. Yeah, that's us. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. Definitely go check out our YouTube channel and we will see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.